Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. Today is part two, and we are talking about how to crush the rest of 2022. Um, Get ready to take notes. We're going to share with you our next point in a second. Before we do, hot off the presses, Julia's got some interesting things to share with you. I think it's specifically about builders, correct? Yes, that's right. So, you know, those of you with listings, I know you're really motivated to get them sold. Well, imagine if you're a builder with hundreds of properties that you need to get sold. So hot off the presses, here's just one little example from a sales rep in uh, San Antonio. So this is the Texas market, and this is from Lennar Homes. And here's what she sends. I get an email from her every week. It says, can do quick turnaround closes, 14 to 21 day closes. Prices below, this is a huge list. I didn't show you this time, but look at how many properties there are. That's just in San Antonio. And look at those. Are those really all in San Antonio? Yeah. And look at how moderate those prices are, 250 to 350. Look, there's a couple that are 140. So yeah, there's affordable inventory out there. Again, this is just one sales rep in one market. But Let me interject this. If you're thinking about uh, any kind of uh, rental property purchases, for those prices in San Antonio, Texas, is a rocking market. Yeah. Julie just scrolled the list. Of, I'm guessing 75 properties, and there were prices in there that were less than um, $200,000, actually less than $150,000. That's right. And here's what her, her bullet points work. Quick turnaround closes, 14 to 21 days. Prices below her list of prices show huge price reductions, can do rate buy-downs on quick closes, can assist with closing costs, investors okay, to your point, Mm -hmm. okay, all homes below on her list has a minimum of 3% commission, and I've seen, you have to keep on clicking to get the specifics on each property, but I've seen that they're paying up to 6% on certain properties that they're really motivated to sell. Just to the buyer agent. Just on the buyer side, that's right, and then of course there's uh, incentives for the actual buyer's different, uh, you know, flooring packages and upgraded lots and all kinds of different things, not to mention these rate buy downs and price reductions. So you think you're motivated, take advantage of how motivated the builders are to actually work with you and your buyers. It is pretty extraordinary. And of course, this is not abnormal in a market like this to see builders doing that. Nope. Because builders, and this is true with, I think, companies in general, you're hearing a lot of companies now doing layoffs. I was reading this morning about Stripe laying off like 11% of their employees, Amazon, you know, all these big companies are really, you know, mm-hmm. changing back to what they feel will be a normal hiring pattern for their businesses. And specifically, I Stripe uh, said that they built their uh, business uh, hiring-wise based on essentially the, the trajectory of their business as a result of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So Stripe is a payment uh, processor, and they saw a lot of uh, people start online businesses. They saw a lot of online businesses starting to expand. Um, their business went through the roof. And now what they're experiencing is a slowdown, a fairly dramatic slowdown and all you know, new accounts and the amount of money that's flowing through their um, different, obviously, merchants. And all this stuff means that they don't need as many employees. And so they're letting a bunch of people go. Why am I telling you all this? Because it's happening across the country. There's big companies that are starting to lay a lot of people off. 
But what happened was, like the builders, they hired in anticipation of a continuation of a market or an economy that has no longer is no longer you know in existence. Mm-hmm. If you're in a market where you are seeing a lot of new construction and a lot of new construction was being built up and anticipating again a lot of businesses hiring a lot of people, you're going to see a lot of things go on pretty dramatic sale. And and I have to say from. Um, like if you're working with a buyer or even more importantly, if you're working with the seller that can't find anything resale wise, and if you did find something for them, they would move. Absolutely sell them new construction because new construction in a lot of ways, especially right now, these builders are going to be selling these things with all the incentives, all their houses with incentives, probably for less than their, uh, they paid to build them. And then you factor in things like uh, rate buy downs and whatnot. Uh, so if you can get a builder to do a rate buy down, you're buying a brand new house that doesn't need any work that has warranties on it. That you, just was reduced by 50 grand. <laughs> exactly. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, it's a 6% co-op commission. Yeah. So open your eyes to the opportunities that are out there because of this market. You guys have to start creating your own yes. opportunities by essentially the skill set that you hopefully are developing. Now, Julie, you had six private coaching calls today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think before we get to our next point, it's important, like, let me set it up for you. But what I'm asking for you to do is share with them the feedback. So most of Julie's private coaching clients to be even considered as a private coaching client for Julie, you have to be selling at least 20 houses a year. You know, certain standards. So all of her clients for the most part are selling far more than 20 houses per year are pretty much one of the top, you know, 1%, if not half percent in their real estate markets. And all of your clients right now are in very different markets. You have nobody like, oh, no. yeah. yeah. I, I mean, everywhere from gosh, you know, uh, Atlanta to Canada, California, who did I talk to today? Um, Columbia, Missouri, Utah, Chicago, I mean, all over the place. So Los Angeles, so, right? Los Angeles. So, yep. so the, you know, the advantage coaching wise is I get a really great cross section of what's actually happening in various markets. And I also see some consistencies, right? So that was just calls from today, but of course we're all on the phone all week and we're talking to the coaches. But so I think what you're asking me is what do I see that's happening out there? Right. Okay. So number one, absolutely sales are happening. Anybody who has convinced themselves that the buyers have all evaporated in all price ranges in all circumstances is not accurate. Well, we talked about John Walkinshaw last yeah. week, right? Mm-hmm. So John Walkinshaw is in Canada. Uh, I think he's like one of the top 10 agents in Canada. Mm-hmm. You've coached him forever. Yep. So his um, solution to the problem of fewer showings, because interest rates up there are going even higher, yes. a mortgage to get a mortgage in Canada, it's actually harder than it is in the United States. Mm-hmm. His solution was what we have been coaching all of you to open your minds to is increase the odds of success by increasing the number of listings that you have. That's right. And that's exactly what he's been doing. So his uh, active listing inventory is growing. He did get one of them sold last week. He also is outfitting every single active listing with a properly done home brochure in the home brochure boxes so that he can increase his volume of sale, of uh, incoming calls. He's also adding to all of his descriptions that they will consider home sale contingencies, home sale uh, closing contingencies, all of that kind of thing, and allow inspections so that he's capturing buyers who might have been sidelined still believing that they're going to have to really compete and waive every last contingency to hopefully buy a house. So realistically, sometime in the near future, he's probably going to have to start talking to the seller about their, you know, obviously repositioning the houses in the market to correctly reflect the yes. market's expectations. And that is the very elegant way of telling the seller to lower the price. Listeners never tell a seller to lower the price. That's the fast track to getting fired. But what he'll probably start doing is suggesting price reductions and or increasing the co-op commission on the buyer side. 
all of the above all the time on every listing. It's not choose one and see how it goes. You've got to do, you know, deploy several tools. So one of the things that we're doing by doing the brochure boxes and increasing the call volume and probably him showing more himself is setting the seller up that if that doesn't get us a contract, hopefully he sells it in the meantime, but if it doesn't, it's a lot easier to get a price adjustment from a seller who has seen you actively working in the market, creating more activity so that you're not just, you know, a lot of the expireds will say, the only time I ever heard from my agent was begging me for a price reduction. I didn't see that they were doing anything, so I didn't give them a price reduction. So you want to avoid that scenario by front running the what have you done for me lately calls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you remember that Janet Jackson song? Exactly. That's well, we... that's the theme song that we're seeing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the point is that he's being extremely proactive. Now, on the other end of the spectrum uh, in Missouri, you know, um, Larissa, she has homework of, she is, and most weeks she's doing it. She is selling, she's either li selling a listing and or putting buyers in contract, sometimes both on the same property, a million dollars of volume a week. Now, that is a specific drilled down identified goal and we believe that she'll still be able to achieve that between now and the end of the year and larissa burke is a brilliant agent she's so entrepreneurial so smart Extremely. when the market slowed down or started to adjust in her market she didn't even blink she just nope. knew automatically to take more listings mm -hmm. i've got to you know well the other thing is is they're uh, all of our top agents are learning how to take more business from their existing business. In other words, how to really get good at turning one opportunity into multiple opportunities. Well, that's right. So say you have a listing that didn't sell right away. That's not all bad. Obviously, we want you to sell it. We want to do your job for the seller. But meanwhile, get really good at open houses. You know, we did an entire podcast series about how to monetize your open houses. Get really good at door knocking. We did another podcast series about that. It's what we do in coaching so turn your lemons into lemonade. If it's taken a while to sell some listings, turn it into more listings. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's the bottom line. So there will be more opportunity in a marketplace. Like I'm thinking of John and Larissa and all of our other uh, you know, private coaching clients. But in addition to that, all of those that are in Premier Coaching, there's more opportunity in a marketplace like this because there's less noise. So this, think about this, listeners. You're in a boat. You're trying to get up a channel. And everywhere you go, I'm remembering back when you and I were um, on a boat and we were trying to figure out in uh, what was what town in Italy we were in trying yeah. to uh, in Venice in Venice sure. yeah that's yeah. right yeah. and so in Venice it's not just they don't just take these little channel boats as some romantic thing they take the channel boats because those are the roads through Venice if you've never been there so you don't drive anywhere in Venice really you just take a boat a so, water taxi a water taxi yeah. yeah and then there's water taxi buses or. You know, the whole thing, it's extraordinary. You should definitely experience it. But I remember you and I were having to take this water bus, basically, from one thing to the next and make sure we get off at the right thing and mm -hmm. the whole thing. But the, the water bus itself was going too slow because there were so many boats in the channel, right? right. It was just jammed up. Like, who would have ever thought? <laughs> I mean, duh, right? But who would have ever thought? It's a boat thought, freeway, basically. It's a boat freeway. But not only that, there was, you know, essentially a boat traffic jam. Yeah. You know, the whole thing was crazy. But the reason I'm telling you this is because that's what a busy, that's what a hot seller's market's like. There's lots and lots of boats in the channel. So if you're wanting to get somewhere quickly, you're going to have to wait for all the other slow moving or no moving boats to get out of your way. But right now what we're seeing is we're seeing fewer boats so you can actually go quicker if you know actually where to go and how, you know, frankly, 
know what to do to solve the problems of these sellers that you're going to be running across. Less congestion. Less competition is really the analogy we're hopefully helping you realize. There is a, I've heard a lot of different statistics and people are kind of doing guessing and like, you know, different people are thinking there's going to be fewer agents. Julie and I are of the mindset there's going to be the same number of agents. We really don't see any real reason why there'll be a big drop off of agents, but maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're right. Who knows? But here's an interesting fact. You told me this the other day, right? Mm -hmm. You're working on that new podcast. Mm -hmm. 1.6 million agents in the United States, just in the U.S., um, and there's some, it's predicted that, or projected that something like half of them sell nothing. Yeah. It's zero to one homes. Right. So you're looking at 800,000 agents that are selling basically last year, 6.1 million or whatever it was this mm -hmm. year, it might be 5.1. Right. But here's the really where I'm going with all this. The interesting part of all of it is that you're not really competing against 1.6 million agents or in, even mm -hmm. in your market, you're not competing against say 20,000 agents. You're probably barely competing against 10,000 agents. You guys get the point when you really drill down on these numbers, you're going to really get clear in your head that there is not that much competition, even in the best of markets, and there definitely won't be a lot of competition now, thus increasing the ability for you to progress quickly down the channel in your speedboat. Now it went from a bus to a speedboat. Well, but it's actually better for you in a market like this because the, the competition is melting away. But it, it's better for you assuming that you have the skills to take advantage of it. That's it. And that you are, do not have your head buried in the sand um, you know, one of the uh, builders said to one of our coaching clients, you know, I hear these agents wandering around the market saying, well, it's not a really a good time to buy. And the builder was like, how is that helping me? Well, that's the agent saying that to their client. Yeah, that's, that's not the okay. Kind of, that's the level of idiocy that's out there. I love what Dave Ramsey said, and uh, I, it makes complete sense. Dave said, yeah, like people are worried the interest rates are going to go up. Okay, let's say they go up. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you know it? So you're going to wait for interest rates to fall all the while your rent is increasing all the while inflation is there causing the house you would have otherwise bought to essentially maybe even be priced out of your ability to purchase it. So what's happening now is not like what happened before during 07 or 08 or 09. What's happening now is we have something called inflation. We talk about it every day on this podcast. Hopefully all of you become very familiar with it. Just I know you have through your lives, right? Everything's gone up by at least 20%. There's absolutely no reason to believe, A, there will be any depreciation. So prices are not going to fall to where they were. And even more so, there's not any reason to believe that there'll be a slowdown in the rate of inflation. So to Dave Ramsey's point, even if you have to pay more in terms of a monthly payment, get a house now because it is for sure going to be more expensive next year. And what's going to, what's going to more likely happen? Prices of homes going to fall? No. Prices or interest rates going to fall? Yes. So lock in whatever the interest rate is, get a 30-year fixed mortgage, buy a house now. Most assuredly, it's going to be worth more in the future. And when rates fall down again, just refinance and get a lower rate. Which they will, right? So the saying that's out there right now, and I think it's a good one, is marry the house, date the rate. You know, mm -hmm. you got to realize, and I, and I know we're fighting this whole generation of agents and brokers who are so used to the 30-year fixed for at, at what, 3.5%, 2.75, whatever. So here's the thing. you got to realize that the rates that they are right now are not going to be there forever. So you can marry the house, fall in love with the house, you know, make the move that, that you're motivated by, and date the rate and, and do your refi later, use a rate uh, buy down. Like look at what the builders are advertising. They are highly motivated to help you buy down the rate and close. The, the email I read at the top from uh, our friend at Lennar 
Okay, most of her list of like 150 homes, they're ready to close in November. Well, you know, I, that, was your, that was the first thing you read. And I was just thinking to myself, how many of those 150 homes were people that backed out of the contract? Probably quite a few. Quite a few, right? For yeah. whatever reason. Maybe For they couldn't reason. afford the payment or, sure. you know. So this this all goes back to skill. And when you know how to have a conversation with, uh, to solve a seller's problem, or maybe the buyer was told they can't buy anything and they need to wait for this or wait for that, and you're able to tell them, well, exactly what I just said, here's the reason you want to buy now, even though you might not like, like the rate, it's because the house is going to be more expensive and you can always refinance the rate. You're never going to be able to buy the house at a lower price. When you can say things like that and you can explain to that prospective buyer, you know, essentially the realities of inflation, mm-hmm. you're going to get a sale where other people weren't. And when you're going to have conversations like that frequently, uh, and that really ultimately is what any successful salesperson or any successful anybody knows, more people you talk to, oddly enough, the more success you have. That's what this market's all about. It's not about the, you know, essentially the TikToking and the video making and the branding and the marketing and all the rest of these things that are sort of luxury items or I sent, you know, it really is a lot of narcissism that's creeped into the real estate business, but I won't get on my soapbox. In this market, you absolutely positively have to take a skills-based approach. The next natural step for all of you, especially now, this time of year, is to join Premier Coaching. It does not cost you anything to join Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Just do that now. Join Premier Coaching, and we're going to text you back a link. Click the link. You can join Premier Coaching on your own. takes about 22 seconds. You can then... Uh, depending on the time of day you join, attend the daily semi-private coaching call with one of our Harris certified coaches today. That is something you have to do. It is the next natural step for all of you. We've made it very, guys, there's no risk. You can join Premier Coaching right now for free. There's no strings attached. If it's not for you, you can always just quit. You know, that's, it's but you easy. won't want to. But you won't want to. But the moral of the story is, if you're looking for a direction, don't wait until January to get your act back together. Do it now so you have momentum going into the next year. All right, Julie. So let's go on. Let's go through part two today. Yes, part two. We're talking about how to crush it with the remainder of this year. Yesterday, we played on track ahead or behind, and your job was to identify which of those things you are and to really drill down. So now on to part two, point number one, have a definitive focus for the rest of this year. Saying that you, quote, need more deals or have to earn more isn't good enough. How many transactions and how much must you earn by the end of the year based on the math that we did in yesterday's podcast? So for example, if you need to earn $12,000 by the end of the year in closed or pending deals and your average net commission is $6,000, well, all you need are two more transactions. That's a lot easier to focus on than saying, I need more money or I just need to do better know how many transactions you need in the next 60 days. And how are you going to know all that? Well, you're going to track all of your business using the whiteboard visual accountability system that we teach in Premier Coaching. And also the real estate treasure map, which is one of the first things we want all all of you to download when you join Premier Coaching. That is your fill-in-the-blank business and life plan. And again, Premier Coaching, just text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, to 47372. Or you can always go to members dot tim and julie harris.com and just sign up directly you could skip the texting just go to members dot tim and julie harris.com remember when texting message and data rates may apply i love point number two yes point number two follow furiously fast lead follow-up maybe you already have those deals in your leads and you just need to ask for the business or close for the appointment have a plan for every lead you're working on 
Do they need to get pre-approved, maybe modify their mortgage? Are they waiting on a comparative market analysis from you? So one of the things we do in coaching is we'll ask you, first identify what you need. Okay, so let's say I need two more transactions by the end of the year. All right, so let's look at your existing leads who are you working with who is just not in contract or listed because you haven't closed them? But here's the big takeaway from point number two, furiously fast lead follow-up. What does that mean? It means like some of you are going to want to put rules around it. So I'll make you, uh, this is your rule. When they call, when they communicate, when they text, when they message, you call them back immediately. I know sometimes they're going to message you through one of the socials, for example. A lot of you guys message Julie and I through Instagram, and that's fine. But if you've messaged me through Instagram, you know I'm not that efficient at calling, at, at responding. So, you know, ultimately what you're wanting to do is elicit a phone call or an email um, or any kind of, uh, right, any kind of communication. I always prefer texting. That's the reason I always p tell people to text me when they want to get a hold of but me. But furiously fast, not a double drip system or right. anything like That's that. That's what we're saying. And so when that lead comes in, that is the best time and it might be the only time to actually follow up with them. Mm -hmm. When you get the call, when you get the lead, you must follow up urgently. Urgently means now. They're, they just essentially hit end on the call or they just essentially hit send on the SMS or whatever. You communicate back with them. If somebody emails you and they didn't send a phone number, send them, you know, this concludes messaging as well. Get a hold of, message them back and say, that's a great question. I'll answer it. What's your phone number? By asking for their phone number, what you're doing is you're essentially pre-qualifying their level of motivation. If they're not willing to give you a phone number, they probably weren't that serious. If someone messaged, messaged you in the morning and you're not communicating back to them until the end of the day asking for their phone number, chances are they've already had the question answered and already probably are going to commit it to working with somebody else. And you disqualified yourself because you were not urgent with following up with their initial you know, reach out to you. And here's what you're going to find. Expireds are absolutely positively... Uh, frustrated with their existing listing agents. That's the reason you're seeing this uh, predictable spike in expired listings. And they are starting to uh, essentially pre-interview their new listing agent by calling as if they were buyers on similar properties to theirs and finding out how quick that agent actually is at following up. You mean they're pre-qualifying the agent? Exactly. They're pre-qualifying the agent. You guys think, well, it's the number of realtor, or number of reviews on Zillow or the number of uh, you know views on TikTok. Nope. nope. It's how many uh, sold signs you have in the yard. It's how fast you furiously follow, uh, follow up. An agent with no social presence, and it, but they say, for example, have a listing in, in the neighborhood and that listing has a sold sign on the top of it. And that prospective neighbor who's going to be a seller calls that sign asking for information about that house that just sold. Maybe they just want to know the price. But you and you call them back urgently. You're going to get that listing. I do not care how much marketing other agents have done in the marketplace. There's been different studies that have shown this. The most sellers and buyers work with the first agent that they speak to. Now, speak to in an open house even gives you more of an advantage. But the real takeaway from point number two is you have to be furiously fast with following up. So many of you have normalized being lazy. Someone messages you and they you know, send you an email. So you email them back. You put them into a JIP campaign. You send them a bunch of videos. What the hell is the problem? Pick up the damn phone. And the other thing that's nice is it's free and you don't have to worry about building all those systems. You guys think that looking at a CRM and seeing a certain percent open this email and a certain percent of open this email, you're focusing on the wrong thing to Julie's point number one. You have to be furiously fast. What do you say? What do you do when you call them back? Follow our pre-qualification script. If they show up in your life as a buyer, follow the buyer pre-qualification script because you'll quickly discover in question number three of our buyer pre-qualification script, if they're indeed a seller, and then you can convert to the seller pre-qualification script. 
follow an organized system and be furiously fast. And again, I'm going to say this, maybe my boat analogy wasn't the best one, but the best time to be drilling down in your business is right now, especially in an economy like this, because so many agents have physically, mentally, and now will soon financially check out. And there are still a lot of transactions and a lot of opportunities to be done. Some of the best listings are now, are going to be taken now. The most motivated sellers are available now. The most motivated buyers that want to be in their new houses before the beginning of the year, maybe their reload, they are absolutely positively out there, but you cannot be waiting for them to call you. The old market's dead, new market's here, long live the new market, point number three. Yeah, well, so let me just say, of my five out of six of my calls today have taken expired listings in the past week. And do you know what the similar profile of all the expireds was? Already bought another house. That's awesome. Okay, so what does that tell you? They're really motivated. motivated, And I believe that every one of them had a price adjustment. That's like the best type of seller ever if the buyer's already bought or, you know, the seller already bought something else. Because you know what the price isn't because it didn't sell there. That's right. Okay. You, they're going to be, com- frankly, way compliant to handle any sort of you know uh, condition issues. You can't do much about location, obviously. And now you're going to get them to be more compliant about pricing the house uh, in a you know in accord with the new market. And that is a perfect seller. That is one of the things we teach you to do immediately when you join Premier Coaching is become absolutely powerful expired listing agents. It is the single best opportunity in real estate right now is becoming an expired listing agent, not learning how to be a YouTube star influencer. Yes. And by the way, all those price adjustments were not that hard to get. You know why? Because almost every one of those sellers had tons of equity or the house was completely paid off and they had room to do it unlike other types of markets where it's more of a struggle. So it's not as hard as you guys might think. And point number three should be no surprise. Pursue at least 10 expired listings and or for sale by owners this week, not this month or this year, but this week, make it your mission to speak with all 10. Use redx.com and forewarn.com for phone numbers and door knock anybody you can't find by phone because nobody else is finding them by phone. So use redx.com and... it. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. And then they Red X does a great job of actually finding all the local, ex, all your expires, their phone numbers, oftentimes multiple phone numbers. It'll give you all the information in the listing. So if you want to really get started on, um, if you're a coaching client, as many of you are, and you want to learn how to work expired, you obviously have to have the phone numbers to call. We are definitely advocates of using Red X. So text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Do that. And you will, um, then using our scripts and following our coaching, you can actually be Uh, become an expired hunter as well. That's right. And some of you are really good at making the calls, but you always complain, well, you know, they're never home. They're never home. I'm leaving voicemail. So make sure you set aside one weekday evening and one weekend morning to call them outside of work day hours. Probably you're hitting voicemail because they're at work. You want them to be at work so they qualify to, you know, buy a house. And point number four is something all of you can do. And hopefully we do not have to talk you into it. Yes. Point number four, and this is the fun part of this year. It's exciting. So go to all of the holiday parties, lunches, brunches, and meetings so that you can expand your center of influence and use the Ford, uh, it's not really a script, a memory jogger, a conversation outline, which stands for Family Occupation, Recreation, and Dreams. We've done podcasts on that. You know, it's funny. We named one of our videos Conversation Jogger Ford or something like that. Uh And we got a takedown notice from Ford, the car company. Oh, no. (laughs) So I had to change it. But (laughs) let's let's set some rules around this. 
you should be every one of you saying yes to every invitation you get, right? Yes. So you need to just start saying like, Zoe's going to have her tonsils removed in the middle of next month, mm-hmm. right? And, and we're kind of working her into it. You know, you guys, if you've had kids or had your tonsils removed yourselves, you know, it's kind of scary, right? So one of the conditions of Zoe not being scared is Julie had to agree to have giving Zoe a yes day. Yes. And if you guys have kids, you know what that is? Basically, whatever Zoe asks mama to do, uh, mama has to comply. I have to say yes. <laughs> you have to say yes. Well, the nice thing is, though, after she has her tonsils removed, she won't be able to talk. So any, a, Whatever any, she can write down. Any demands she puts on you, she'll have to write down. Yeah. Yeah, but that's you guys got to play the same thing. The so, yes game. That's That's a good point. Right. So for the rest of the year, play the yes game. Anything you're invited to attend. Now, I'm going to absolutely caution all of you to do not drink. Do not, you know, have your guard down. You're there to ask people questions. That's what the Ford uh, script is about. What does that mean? When you're talking with people, some of you are, uh, frankly, after COVID, a lot of you have lost your ability to communicate in groups. Don't. And what happens is your mind goes to thinking about yourself. And the best way to break free of that is following F-O-R-D. We did not create Ford. This has been around forever. But when talking with someone, uh, first talk about their family. Then if the family conversation starts to peak, then move on to talking about what they do for a living. And if that for some reason starts to peak, which rarely will it, then you ask them what they do for fun. And then the final thing would be asking about their dreams, their aspirations, what they're hoping to do in the next 12 months, things like that. What you'll find almost always is that you will not get much past the family conversation. And in Premier Coaching, we give you some questions to ask mm-hmm. that are in under each of these particular categories. Now, do we want you to be an interrogator for personal information? No. But what we don't want you to do is talk about yourself more than you have to. Because when you are talking to them, asking them questions, showing them sincere interest in what they have to say, asking follow-up questions, not just asking questions with the intent of pivoting the conversation back towards you, you have some sort of magical je ne sais quoi that they will always remember. You made them feel important. You made them feel special. Again, lots of podcasts on this, lots of coaching and premier coaching. So when you're going to all these parties, all these brunches, all these whatevers they are, uh, please do not drink. Please uh, maintain your professional demeanor and do not make it about you. Make it about the people you're meeting and the people you're talking to and make them feel important. And you don't even have to have overt conversations about real estate or asking them for business. That isn't even what we're suggesting. We're suggesting that you have fun, that you connect with people, that you make them like you. And the way you make people like you is you ask questions about them. Think about this, listeners. When was the last time anybody, maybe if your mom, maybe your mama, maybe, right? When was the last time that anybody ever asked a sincere question about you? With this, for the sake of actually listening to the answer and then maybe thinking about what you said and then asking more questions. It never happens. Not even your doctor. I mean, taking Zoe to the doctors lately, they don't ask questions. They're just like reading whatever you put down on the checklist and telling yep. you what to think and they go into the next patient. That's right. Well, so the beauty of the Ford script is it helps you navigate all of that and make the conversation centered on the person you're talking to, not so much about you. And so that will help you remember something about them. And in Premier Coaching, we teach you when you meet a new person and you connect, the next thing you should do, and you can even do that you know, in front of them, you exchange contact information, you write down Bob Smith, met them at the Chamber of Commerce meeting 
Also know them through school. Kids are eight and six years old. Contact information, whatever. Well, you can that just, way when you run into Bob at the next meeting, you can say, "Hey, how how are your kids? How's third grade and sixth grade?" You and I do it, but like when we're when we go to big gatherings, and it's not for the sake of doing real estate transactions, but just frankly for the sake of making social connections, mm-hmm. it is awkward to get out there and give you know exchange information on the phone and okay, send, what's your email address? What's your phone number? So you can use a V card type thing. You can mm-hmm. transfer your phone your information from their phone to your phone you you know just there's different uh, widgets to do that but one of the best ways to do it is just put a recording app on your phone and then when you meet somebody uh, show them that you're going to record what they have to say and ask them to put in their name their email address and their phone number and just record it and then you just enter it in your uh, thing later that doesn't otherwise it's just awkward and it's weird so you can move faster but even better actually have maybe a little tablet of paper with you or mm-hmm. something that's in your pocket where they can write their information down something like that but just- keep track the point of it is to expand your center of influence remember we were talking about on previous pods the fact that 10% of your center of influence will refer business or do business with you. So it makes sense that you expand people who know who you are and what you do, and you know who they are and what they do. The other thing that I've found is really advantageous is when you're going to like specific events, say it's like a softball game or something like that, where your kid's involved, their kid's involved, have, you can set up your WhatsApp contacts so that you've got like many centers of influences all the time. And then you're much more connected because I find that people on WhatsApp, when it's really focused like that, they're always checking that. It's the neighborhood WhatsApp. It's your kid's sports team WhatsApp. Maybe it's your second grader's WhatsApp. It could be your HOA is another good way to work that. There's there's actually an app that I'm going to install um, that I'm going to start using. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's on my phone. But what you're saying is a great idea. Have groups that where you can SMS people and keep in communication with them and then segment those groups. The, uh, but this app in particular, I'll have to remember the name. Um, I'll, tell, I'll share it with listeners tomorrow. But the gist of it is, is that if you're, for example, using Julie's example of the softball game, let's say you get everyone's, with permission, uh, information in your phone. And then if, you know, maybe there's going to be a pizza party after the softball game on, you know, Sunday, and you can just message everybody. And it's a good way for you to form relationships that are going to be a little bit more long lasting. You can use whatever app you want to, but at the end of the day, what are we asking you to do? Take real life face-to-face conversations Mm -hmm. and then continue them through digital forums until you see them again in real life. That is ultimately through face-to-face contact being your first contact or over the phone at the very least. Those are going to be the people that are going to convert to actual closings a heck of a lot faster than trying to run some Facebook ad or trying to make a bunch of, you know, social media marketing on TikTok or whatever, hoping and praying that somebody notices it or the algorithm decides to give priority to your post and that you may somehow generate leads. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, guys, you should all intuitively know what we're saying is true. And then if you're not doing it, you got to ask yourself, why aren't you doing it? Chances are... You're doing it, not doing it because you don't know what to say, don't know what to do, and you've psyched yourself into some sort of mind funk uh, because you don't have the skill set. It's easy to get the skill set because most of you naturally like to talk to people. Most of you naturally like to, you know, like point number four, go to parties and whatnot. This is not that painful, really. It isn't. And (laughs) like, we don't even want you to have real estate conversations when you're at these social gatherings unless they bring it up. Well, it'll be brought up when you ask what they do for a living. They'll ask what you do for a living. You can have a little conversation about what you do for a living. Remember that people will list or buy with the first agent who they actually speak with. Be the one they actually speak with. It might not be today. Maybe they do business with you in two months. But don't get sucked into having a real estate consultation at a party of 25 people 
it's very easy to, uh, you know, because you want to tell them about the real estate market and you want to share with them all the things you know, they're going to ask information about the real estate market. And then 20 minutes later, you're going to basically finish answering their simple question, right? So remember, the whole point of going to these parties is to make meaningful contact with a lot of different people, not for you to go there and just give dissertations to people in the corner while That's you're having right. a beer. You guys get it? Yeah, it'll happen organically. Just, right. You know, I always say, be yourself first, be a likable human being first, be interesting. You'll be interesting because you're fascinated by them. Okay. And then talk about real estate secondarily, but be a real person first. Think about the people that you do business with. It's the same for you. So don't be a secret agent. At the end of conversations, guys, just simply say, Hey, Julie, you know, it's really great meeting you. I'll kick myself if I don't ask. Do you happen to know anyone that's thinking about selling that I should be helping in this market? Yeah, sure. I mean, you gosh, guys get it's it? funny that you ask because I just had that conversation yesterday. Well, they'll say that or they'll say, well, I don't, but I'll keep you in mind. Exactly. Or if I come across anybody, I'll keep you in mind. Oh, you and guys get and it? And then they're going to ask you for your contact information and now you've made the connection. Or you ask for their contact information even before you ask that question. Yes. Um, do you guys get it? This is all at this time of year. You can build momentum, being yourself, doing what you want to do, being around people. Don't just wall yourself in. Look, we're from Ohio. Trust me when I tell you it was very easy for us to, you know, hibernate through the winter. You know? It's getting dark outside. It's time to hole up. <laughs> but it was crazy. I mean, it was so in, in, in the Midwest, especially where we were, the clouds would be so dense and so thick. You wouldn't see the sun for sometimes weeks and they felt like the clouds were so, like, it was just doomy and it's gloomy. It's like dark outside. Exactly. In the middle of the day, it would be dark. And some of you are living in environments like that. And then it starts sleeting. <laughs> then it ices over. <laughs> and then you have a, here's my favorite. You find out somebody's relocating, like, to Columbus from, say, you know, Miami. <laughs> you look at the weather forecast, and you wonder how you're going to sell them anything. Yeah. Okay. So I'll <laughs> pick you up at the hotel at, uh, you know, a noon, and... Uh, do you have a coat? No, no, no. Coat is something you put on when it's cold out. Oh, what's cold? Um, a cold is where you basically don't want to be outside ever. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. Fuzzy flip-flops are not winter shoes. <laughs> That's right. No, your little, your little jacket's your, your not going to do Your Uggs don't it. count. <laughs> what well, is funny with Reload this time of year. I know. So look, open your mind. Be of service to other people. That is really the always the omnipresent takeaway of everything we're hoping you are tuning into. The highest and truest purpose, where you're going to be the happiest, where you're going to be the most content, where you're going to be the most fulfilled, and by the way, where you're going to make the most money is when you're being of service to the most people. The only way you're going to earn the right to be of service to more people is simply by having the skill set that a market like this demands. And I I'm, know that many of you are listening to us and realizing what we're telling you to do, you can do. You are listening. You're saying, you know what? That's not hard. I can say that. I'm going to write that down. No I'm gonna expenditure, by the way. Well, exactly. And you... We're not asking you to spend any money. We're not asking you to subscribe to a CRM. We're not asking you to do a fancy drip campaign. We're not asking you to do anything other than go out there and intentionally get in front of people, be of service to other people, be somebody that they're going to want to be around. There's going to be a lot of people this time of year because of the economy and everything else that are going to have their heads full of the latest headline from CNN or Fox News. You guys get the point? Which are not going to be positive headlines. You have to be the positive person. Do not talk about politics. Some of you argue with me about that, and that's fine. But do not talk about politics. Try to avoid talking about anything that's going to cause them to feel tribal towards you or for you. Talk about them. Ask them questions. Talk about them. Ask them questions how you can be of service to them. And then very quickly, you're going to realize how blessed all of you are to be in the real estate industry 
in this economy, at in this housing market at this time, because more than ever, maybe not as much as obviously raising kids, but beyond that, professionally speaking, you're going to feel more fulfilled because you're going to see yourself, hear yourself helping other people at a higher level. They are going, you in this past market, how frequently did you ever get a thank you from either buyers or sellers, right? It was literally a thankless job. In a market like this, with expired listings and all these other things we've been sharing with you guys, you're going to get the most sincere thank yous. And those people are going to become your best sources of past clients and center of influences. You're, those, the folks that you're going to be helping in a market like this are going to love, adore you. They're going to cherish your relationship, provided actually you had the skill set to help, to help solve their problem. It's incredible. You know, now this time of year, do not kick your feet up. Absolutely positively drill down. The next natural step for all of you, obviously, is to join Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. You could sign up yourself. You can just do it urgently. Um, just text the word Premier to 47372 or go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.